Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Rebel Boys podcast, or State of the Union podcast. Um, I was told I needed, I wasn't putting enough emphasis on the boys part, so I thought I'd give it a try. I'll I'll let everybody else judge how it sounded. I don't know. It sounded weird to me, but that's probably because that's not usually how I talk, so if it sounded okay, great. If not, this may be the only time I ever say it like that, and then we'll just go back to what we did before. Uh, Anyway, we have concluded the fourth season of our franchise. Um, There was some question around the time I did the last one on whether everybody was going to make the playoffs or not. Um, at that point it was not, was not looking, was not looking good for a couple of, well, it really wasn't looking good for any of us, but at that point in time, I believe myself and the chiefs were the only teams that looked like they had a pretty good shot of making it. Um, we have now made it to the playoffs. Everybody got in, um, (laughs) not entirely um i'm a little surprised that i got in um with four uh, i believe it was like with four or five games to go in the season Uh, i'd used my last user game and um a team in my division that uh, we were pretty much staying record-wise, right, even with each other. Um, that team had beaten me twice, so I had the tiebreaker. So I, you know, in my experience, especially you know in our previous franchises, my experience had been that it would probably you know come right down to week seventeen, and then in week seventeen, whatever needed to happen for me to not make the playoffs would happen, and I wouldn't make the playoffs. Um. But that didn't happen. We all got in. Uh, We'll kind of take a look at (coughs) the last part of the season and kind of see kind of what happened for everybody to get here. Um, So over the last part, I believe at about week... Fourteen-ish. Um, I believe the Chiefs and I were both in the playoffs, but we were barely holding on to the seven seed. Uh, I believe by week fifteen, everybody was in the playoffs. Um, I was holding on to the seven seed in the NFC. The Vikings at that point had the, th- uh, I believe it was the three seed or the four seed. Um, by virtue of being in first place in their division. Um, But they were only a game up. Uh, When we got to week 17, before we um, got that week simulated, um, I know we still... That's where we were were at in week 16, was the Vikings were a game ahead in their division with one game to go. Um, I had actually clinched at least the seven seed at that point because I was 10 and five. Um, and there really wasn't any way 10 and five was not going to make the playoffs. 
Um, it was actually kind of funny when I was looking at, you know, standings and stuff at that point. Um, everybody in the NFC had cl- that was that got into the playoffs had clinched their spot except for the Vikings because of that one-game lead. Um, I don't know what the tiebreakers would have been if, you know, what if something had happened in Week 17 and not get them in. Um, we'll take kind of take a look at that here in a minute. Um but looking at looking at the bills over the last part of the season uh we'll probably just look at everything from week 10 on because week 10 we had two user games um buffalo traveled to kansas city uh beat the chiefs 17 to 14 in a um, head-to-head user game um i vaguely remember watching I say I vaguely remember watching this game, but I don't really think I watched it much at all because, it, I mean, sometime during that game, uh, the Vikings and I started our game, um, so I was more concentrating on what I was, you know, trying to beat the Vikings than I was worried about how the, you know, Chiefs-Bills game was going. Um, but Bills came out on top of that one. Uh, they lost their next two games to um, NFC opponents the Washington football team and the Giants. Uh, And then the Bills finished out the season on a five-game winning streak. Uh, Three of those were the last, were the three user user games the Bills had left to play. Um, I'm I'm not going to read the scores for the three user games because there are some ridiculous scores and some ridiculous stats were put up into it, were put up in those games. Um, but need to say Bills went on a five game winning streak to finish off the season uh, which helped secure them a spot in the playoffs Uh, moving on to the Cardinals uh, week 10 like I said had a matchup with the Vikings Uh, it was a 14-10 Cardinal victory um it was as some people in the older generation would say it was a defensive struggle um probably a little bit of neither one of us really wanted to show much because we'll more than likely meet up in the playoffs um part of it just being uh the game you know being the way it is uh, I remember, well, let's just look at this box score, because I remember uh, there were there were several turnovers, uh, three by the Vikings, two by me. Um, so, yeah, it was just not a, I mean, for people looking for offense to, you know, light up the scoreboard, it was not one of those games. Um, but <clears throat> I managed to hold on for the 14-10 win. Uh, then proceeded to lose my next two games to the 49ers and Buccaneers. Uh, beat the Steelers. Um, I used my last user game in week 14 against the Bengals because I had a breakout game for a player. Um, it was my young defensive end. I had the opportunity to get him to super superstar, I believe. Uh and got it. Uh, beat the Bengals twenty-seven to seven. I think I had to hold them to 
50 yards rushing or 75 yards rushing or something like that. Um, and for anybody that's played, you know, played in a lot of Madden and, you know, kind of pays attention to things like that, the easiest way to um, get that is get up on the computer early so that it doesn't have a choice to do anything but throw the ball. Uh, it's real easy to hold them to, you know, a low rushing total if they need to throw the ball to try to, you know, move down the field faster and not waste clock running the ball. Um, <clears throat> it might have been, it was either, I think it was my game against the Rams. I had a double breakout game, which I, th I believe I talked about last, last time. So as irony would have it in true Madden fashion, I uh, used my last user game week 14 for a development game. Roll around to week 15. Another breakout game to get my rookie wide receiver to superstar. Um, it's a little frustrating knowing that by and large, when you use up your user games and then it pops up with another, you know, late development game and you can't play it, uh, more often than not, the computer does not simulate the necessary scenario or statistics or whatever you got to get for that pl for whatever player you've got to get the development rate you're going for. <coughs> so a little frustrated with that. <coughs> Uh, it would have been nice to get him to superstar, but considering, you know, he was a normal rookie and in his, you know, rookie year, you got at least got the opportunity to get him to superstar. Probably within the next, you know, year or two, I'll have him there. Um, more than likely next season, I'll get a breakout game for him to get him to superstar. Um, so lost week 15 to the Giants. And didn't get the development rate. Uh, and then finished off the season with two wins uh, over the Browns and Ravens. Um, I believe week 16 it popped up and it told me, I was like, hey, you secured a... Or when you looked at the standings, there was a X next to my team name. Um, I'd secured a playoff spot at that point. There was no way I was not getting in the playoffs. Um, so week 17, I guess, didn't really matter at that point. Uh, let's see, moving on to the Chiefs. Uh, as I said, week 10 had their loss to the Bills. It was, you know, 17-14 game. I don't think it was really any, I think it was about just as much a defensive struggle as my game with the Vikings. Um, week 11, they beat the Raiders. Uh, lost three in a row to the Dolphins, Broncos, and Chargers. Uh, and then finished the season strong with three straight wins, all on the road, mind you, um, against the Packers, the Patriots, and the Chargers. Um, and I'll, I'll look at the bracket here in a minute and give you, ex and, you know, let everybody know exactly who got seated where. Um, I know at one point, I think, I think at one point the Chiefs were still holding on to the seven seed, and the um, Bills were seated just a little bit higher than them. 
Um, but we'll kind of take a look and see where everybody in, where everybody got seated. Um, looking at the Vikings. Um, after the Week 10 loss to me, uh, they won three in a row. Uh, lost to the Broncos in Week 14 and then finished the season out with three straight wins, one of those being their last user game. Um, not sure if I, I'd have to go back and look at the group text messages to see if that was a development game or not. I know he, it might have been after we advanced to the playoffs that he said one of his players got to star. But, uh, um, good, good way to, everybody kind of finished the season fairly strong, uh, running, going into the playoffs. Um, just look at the playoff picture. So, let's see. Uh, final playoff, you know, seven seeded teams that got in. Um, Vikings ended up with the four seed. I ended up with the three seed. Um, ironically enough, the Niners, the 49ers, who were the team that, you know, I was kind of you know, matching records with and who had the tiebreaker over me, they ended up taking my spot as the seven seed because they, um, I ended up with a better record than them overall. So I got the three seed for winning the division. Um, so for anybody that, you know, doesn't follow football and doesn't understand how the seeding thing works, um, it's mostly based off of record. Um, so you win more games, the higher the seed you get. Um, so, um, I'll get into it a little bit more in the, here in a minute, but looking at the AFC, uh, the chiefs ended up with seven seed and the bills ended up with the five seed. Um, so the chiefs managed her held on to the seven seed and the bills, it looks like actually, I think at one point they were the two or three seed. I think it was the three seed. So they <coughs> dropped a couple of spots. Um, but end goal is to get everybody in the playoffs, and we all got in. Um, now we'll, you know, everybody will we'll play our games and we'll move on. Uh, looks like uh, usually how it works, the lowest, the lowest remaining seeded team will take on the number one team who gets the bye. Um, so Chiefs beat the Patriots. They'll play the number one seed Broncos. Um, and then the other game will be the Bills and whoever wins the Titans-Dolphins game. Um, on the NFC side, um, as the three seed, I'll play... Um, well, I guess it depends... Um, if the 49ers beat the Giants, who's the two seed, they'll play the Buccaneers. Um, I'm going to assume the Vikings win their game. Um, so in that scenario, if the 49ers were to win um, in the divisional round, it would be me and the Vikings playing our game. Uh, whereas it looks like probably there's no way the Chiefs and Bills meet up don't meet up until they'll probably meet up in the uh, AFC championship. Uh, there's a possibility that me and the Vikings meet in the divisional round. Um, 
But like I said, that kind of depends. I mean, one, I have to, the Vikings and I each have to win our, win our game, which more than likely will happen. Um, and then it'll just kind of depend on what the computer simulates for the Giants-San Francisco game. Um, if the Giants win and me and the Vikings both win, then the Vikings would play the Buccaneers and I'd play the Giants. And then we'd meet up in the, and then everybody'd meet in their respective championship games to determine who was going to the Super Bowl. Uh, so we'll we'll see how see how that goes. Um, it's it's almost not as much fun to you know play in the especially since it's just the four of us. It's kind of it, it feels like we should just meet up in the championship game, you know, every time. But you know, you can only do what you can do with the seating and then how that all works out. <coughs> Um, so to kind of explain what I was saying about how the seating works, um, so like I said, it's mostly based on standings uh, in your team and the team's records. Um, so for uh, I'm just gonna go with the NFC because I'm I at least know a little bit more about you know what the tiebreakers were in that div- on that side. Uh, so the Buccaneers get the one seed. Uh, they finished season thirteen and three. Uh, they had the best record in the NFC. Um, the New York Giants ended up with the two seed, um, and this is where um, tiebreakers and you know this is where kind of some of the rules come into play. So. Technically, by record, uh, the Buccaneers were the best team in the NFC at 13 and three. The Saints were the second best team at 12 and four. The Giants at 11 and five, however, got the two seed because the Saints are in the same division as the Buccaneers. Um, so seeds one through four go to the winners of each division. So being the second team out of the NFC South to make the playoffs. Um, in you know the Saints, yes, they have a better record than the Giants. However, because they're the second, they didn't win their division, and they're the second team out of the South. They get bumped to the first wild card spot. After they get basically, they get bumped to the five seed because, um, or I guess technically they would get bumped to the five seed because they're the second team in the South to make the playoffs. Um, so, like I said, first four spots put, go to your division winners. Um, the next three spots is where it gets you know a little bit tricky. Um, like two teams from the NFC South got in, two teams from my division, the NFC West got in. Um, but your division, your division winners were the Buccaneers. Giants, me, and the Vikings. So, there's your top four seeds. Um, Buccaneers get number one seed, 13-3. Giants at 11-5 got the two seed. Um, I potentially, winning my division, could have gotten the two seed, but because I lost to the Giants in the regular season, they get to go ahead of me because in head-to-head they have the win. 
Um, the Vikings could have had the three seed, which I got, but because I beat them in the regular season, that put me in the three seed, them in the four seed as the, well, that, and they finished 10 and six. I finished 11 and five. So if we'd finished 11 and five, I'd have still gotten the three seed over them because of our, of my head to head victory over them in the regular season. Um, and so then after that, you get the, um, saints, cowboys and 49ers as the last three seeds. Um, 49ers got the seven seed because they're the second team out of my division, and I'm assuming they lost to the Cowboys or something at some point in the season. Well, no, the Cowboys finished eleven and five, um, and the uh, Buccaneers or the Saints finished twelve and four. So both of the other two teams finished with a better record than the 49ers, so they got the seven seed. Um, like I said, if we'd finished the season tied and the 49ers were eleven and five, just like me. I would be where the 49ers are as the seven seed because I lost both of my regular season division games to the 49ers, so they would have had the tiebreaker over me and gotten the division win and been put in the, you know, three or four seed, whichever, depending on, you know, records for everybody else. Um, but that's just kind of a little bit about, probably that's the least confusing way to explain how um, seeding works. Um, the top four spots are saved for your division winners, and then they get put in their spots by record. Um, the wild card spots then go to the next three best teams record wise, but then you also have to take into account if team, if teams have the same record, okay, who, you know, they have a regular season head to head matchup. Okay. Well, you know, like me and the Vikings Cardinals win Cardinals, you know, get the bump up because they won over the Vikings. Um, if you know you have two teams that have the same record and they didn't play each other, I think the next thing they go to is um, conference wins, I think. And I think it's conference wins in your own conference. I don't think it's conference wins against the other conference. Um, I don't know. It's been a long time since I really went that deep into what the you know what all the ways of determining playoff scenarios go <coughs> but uh congratulations to the Vikings and Cardinals for getting in um like I said at one point it looked like maybe the Cardinals and Chiefs were going to be the only teams to make the playoffs uh out of the four the Vikings had the hardest road or had the you know, hardest route to get into the playoffs because I think at one point they were four and something and it was not looking good for them. Uh, looking at the AFC. Um, so the Broncos win the West. Automatically puts the Chiefs in a wild card spot. Patriots won their division. Um, I'm assuming... Since the Patriots and Bills are in the same division, that the Patriots had the tiebreaker over the Bills since the Bills got a wild card spot. Uh, and then the Titans won their division, and the Browns won their division. Uh, like I said, you know, going into week 17, the only team in the AFC that had clinched a playoff spot at that point were the Browns. Everybody else, it apparently depended on how week 17 turned out. Um, so again, congratulations, you know, 
Um, outside of the Broncos and the Browns, every other AFC team that made the playoffs is tied at 10-6. and six. So that right there tells you there was a lot of probably tiebreakers and stuff that went into figuring out who got seated where in that division, in that side of the playoffs. Um, so that being, um, that being said, uh, we'll kind of, we'll wait and see how the, you know, we'll let everybody play their games, um, I get the Cowboys, Vikings get the Saints, Chiefs play the Patriots, and uh, Buffalo plays the Browns. Uh, we'll see how those all go. And like I said, uh, I'm pretty sure the only way the Chiefs and Bills will meet is if they both make the championship, AFC Championship. Uh, looks like there's the potential for me and the Vikings to play in the divisional round, but hopefully it's not till the championship round. Um, I say that because, you know, looking at my regular season game against the Giants, I had the better overall rated team and yet lost. So hopefully it doesn't simulate an upset with the 49ers beating the Giants. And I don't, I would rather, I mean, I would rather play the Vikings in the championship game. It just makes it a little bit more fun knowing that there's, you know, that it's, you're at that point where the trophy's on the line. Um, divisional round, yeah, it's still fun, but it's also a little bit of a letdown because it's like, well, this isn't the, you know, it's too, it's kind of like the, you know, playoffs this year. We got that great divisional game between the Bills and the Chiefs that everyone was just kind of like, wow. I mean, that, that felt like it should have been either a Super Bowl or at least an AFC championship game, and it was just a divisional round game doesn't mean the game's not important and you know but it, it's just when you get a game that good or a game that could be potentially be that good you you want it to be you know for the highest stakes possible and I mean there's the only you know I guess really the only stakes you know in the divisional round that you're really looking at is just at that point you're just looking to try to get to the championship game for the possibility of winning the you know championship trophy not well, you know, not looking ahead to the Super Bowl. Uh, so hopefully we don't meet till the championship game, but there's a possibility of us meeting in the divisional round. Um, looking at standings real quick. Um, I think I pretty much already kind of covered a little bit but the um, Bills took second in their division to the Patriots um, Patriots won um, the well the Patriots Bills and Dolphins all made the AFC playoffs um, and they're all tied at 10 and six um, I'm not gonna look into how the tiebreakers ended up with that I just at this point know that whatever it was the Patriots got the got the tiebreakers to get the division, then the Bills, and then the Dolphins. Uh, the Chiefs finished second in the AFC West, uh, behind the Broncos, who finished 11-5, and five, and then the Chiefs at 10-6. and six. Uh, Chargers and Raiders both finished at 5-11. and 11. Uh, Looking at the NFC and the NFC North, Vikings won their division at 10-6. and six. Um, 
Uh, Packers finished second to them at eight and eight, and then Lions and Bears both finished at five and eleven. Uh, looking at my division, the NFC West, I wanted it eleven and five. Forty ers finished ten and six. Uh, like I said, for a good portion of the season, we were going. I mean, we were just matched each other, win for win, loss for loss, keeping us right there. Um, I think after the Vikings game, I got ahead of them, and then, like I said, I lost those two games, and they caught back up. Um, but according to this, uh, I finished the season on a two-game winning streak. They finished the Niners finished it on a two-game losing streak. Um, so after the Niners, Rams finished third at eight and eight, and then the Seahawks finished last at five, ten, and one. Um, so finished in the, this year, finishing in the top, basically finishing the top two of your division was enough to get you in the playoffs. Um, lots of lots of teams with similar records, um, so it looks like it was a pretty uh, even year across the board, at least especially in the AFC. NFC, we've got a little bit more. Um, I don't think parity's not really the right word because you know the Buccaneers finished at twelve and three. Um, but at least on our side, you know there were a few, a few more differences in record. Whereas on the AFC, everybody finished about the same spot. Um, let's see if anybody's got any significant injuries coming into the playoffs uh let's see starting with buffalo uh, buffalo is still missing that running back with the fractured kneecap he won't play in the playoffs at all uh they're also missing their fullback um he says he's out for four more weeks so i believe they'd probably have him back for the Super Bowl if they get that far. Um, if not, then his season's over. Uh, for me, I'm, I've got a left outside linebacker. Uh, he's only hurt for one more week, so I won't have him for the wild card round, but he should be back for the divisional round. Um, like I said, I'm fairly confident I'll beat the computer, but there's always the possibility that I don't, so you know, um, but he'll, he'll be back after this week. Uh, the chiefs got into the playoffs completely healthy. Uh, and then last but not least, the Vikings, uh, are missing their middle line, their, uh, Devin Bush, their middle linebacker for two more weeks, uh, which means potentially, they won't have him for this. They won't have him for this round. Uh, they can't remember if it does in the playoffs. I know in the regular season, um, <clears throat> if the Vikings get to the divisional round, it would say, you know, when they got to the divisional round, it would go, you know, hey, this guy's been cleared to play. Um, I've I've talked about it before in our previous franchises. Uh, whenever it tells you that, hey, this guy's been cleared, do you want to play him or do you want to start his backup? It's usually never worth it to start your, you know, your guy coming off the injury list because for that, yeah, it's telling you you can get him back a week early, but his, you know, ratings and stuff are usually still so jacked up because of the injury um, and it knocking him, you know, whatever, however it decides based on the injury how to decrease 
all of his his ratings and stuff. It's usually not worth to put the to play your player. You might as well stick with the backup for one more week because if you decide to play your guy and bring him off the you know injury list early, it always says you know there's a possibility. So there's a pretty good possibility you could make the injury worse since it hasn't completely healed yet. And then it, you know, if they're not, if you can't have them play at you know, with all of their ratings where they, you know, should be and have the player be at full strength. And they're going to be, I mean, you can play them as a shell of themselves, but why would you want to do that? Especially if you run the risk of them getting hurt. And then, you know, I'd rather, you know, sit a guy for the division round and then have him back for the, you know, championship and possibly the Super Bowl, depending on how that goes, rather than, well, I brought him back early and now he's hurt worse and now maybe he doesn't get to play part of your next season because of how late in the season he got hurt again and this time the injury's worse. <coughs> so, looks like aside from the running back for the Bills, everybody will get their player most of their or will get their players back sometime within the next couple of weeks um from the injury list. Um but I think that will conclude this podcast. Um, well, I guess real quick, one of the last things I'll do real quick is just kind of mostly because I'm thinking about it and I'm kind of curious as I want to kind of look at the awards for the season. Um, awards can also, if if your players end up in like the top, five of their you know position in you know statistics and stuff they can from that earn a boost in development rate um i'm kind of hoping maybe my uh rookie wide receiver that i didn't get a chance to play the game to get him to superstar maybe through winning a couple of awards or at least you know finishing fairly high and the statistical categories, maybe he'll get it that way and I'll have him as a superstar for next year. Um, if not, like I said, I'll probably have him there by at some point next year because I'll get a breakout game for it. Um, but right now it's looking like uh, Bill's quarterback, Kyler Murray, is going to win MVP. Um, part of me wants to say there should be an asterisk next to that and I will allude back to the three user games they played with the ridiculous statistics that you would never see in an actual NFL game. Um, second place is quarterback for the Vikings. Um, and then, let's see, I'm assuming a computer team is going to win Coach of the Year, and I would be right. Well, it'd be usually coach of the year goes to the team with the best, you know, the coach with the team with the best record, which this year would be the Buccaneers. Uh, Let's see, just looking at the NFC to see if. uh, It looks like, looks like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's getting offensive player of the year in the NFC. Uh, Fred Warner's in line for defensive player of the year in the NFC. Um, uh, without looking him up, I'm assuming the guy winning offensive rookie of the year is a quarterback. 
Uh, my rookie wide receiver is right behind him in voting for rookie of the offensive rookie of the year. Um, I know at one point my rookie wide receiver was leading the NFL in yardage and touchdowns and stuff. I doubt with sim with simulation that he probably held on to that, but hopefully he stayed in the top five. Uh, defensive rookie of the year is going to a player on the Niners. Uh, I had two two defensive rookies next at two and three. Uh, best quarterback goes to Randy Wayne of the Vikings. Or, it's not official yet, but usually at the end of the regular season, whatever the award standings are is usually how it's going to go. So, looks like uh, Vikings quarterback will win best quarterback. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, no shocker there, is probably going to win running back of the year. Or best running back. Uh, best wide receiver is one of the wide receivers from the Rams. Um, I know at one point my rookie was uh, winning best receiver of the year, but um, he has since gotten leapfrogged by DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham Jr., and uh, LaVisca Chenault. Uh, best O-line is going to go to a Saint. Uh, best D-line to a Buccaneer, linebacker to a Lion, uh, DB to an Eagle, uh, Harrison Bucker to the Vikings is going to win best kicker. Um, for the AFC, looks like offensive player of the year is going to go to Kyler Murray, uh, defensive player is going to go to a Raven. Offensive rookie to a chief, uh, Jarek Pleasant. I'd have to look him up. I think he might be going to guess wide receiver, maybe running back. Um, and third place is Theo Waddle of the Chiefs. And then down in seventh place, the Chiefs also have Jason Arnett for offensive rookie of the year. Uh, defensive rookie of the year is going to go to Enrique. Smallwood of the Bills. Um, uh, best quarterbacks can go to Murray. Best running back, Ezekiel Elliott of the Broncos. Best wide receiver, Tevin Bowman of the Bills. No shocker there. Um, a lot of the times, whatever quarterback is winning... Um, if your quarterback's winning Offensive Player of the Year, chances are one of your receivers is probably winning uh, Best Whiteout. Um, best O-Line is going to go to Tristan Wirfs, Tristan Wirfs of the Chiefs. Uh, D-Line is going to go to a Jet. Linebacker to Miles Garrett of the Chiefs. Uh, DB. Either way, it was going to be a couple of Bills. Um, Okuda is the one in first. Uh, Jamal Adams is right behind him. And then best kicker in the AFC is the kicker for the Patriots. Uh, beating out the kicker for the Chiefs. So that's kind of how the awards look like they're going to shake out. Um... So hopefully everybody meets up in their respective championship games 
Um, like I said, looks like the poss there is the possibility that the Vikings and I meet in the next round. Uh, so we'll see how that how that turns out, and then we'll find out who wins the Super Bowl. Um, like I said, if you have an opinion on how the opening of the or how I said, you know, the Rabble Boys at the beginning went, let me know. Uh, we will talk to you next time.